Hello everyone and welcome to the Alligator Podcast, where we talk all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I'm your host, Elliot Trito, and here's the news. This podcast was recorded on Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Today, our topics of discussion are how the Florida Department of Transportation is promoting traffic safety, as well as vaccine incentives, and how the Alachua County Public Schools loses board member salaries despite state ruling, the Gainesville Pride cancels its parade and festival for the second time in a row, and ground the owls, Gators football team prepares for week one against FAU. On September 1st, Elena Barrera reported a story on how the Florida Department of Transportation is promoting traffic safety on UF campus. To educate students, FDOT has set up booths on campus to pass out armband reflectors, informational pamphlets, and phone screen cleaners. Part of the reason they are doing this is because of the deaths of two UF students and one UF professor in traffic incidents on University Avenue within one month of each other in the spring. In particular, FDOT wants to inform students newer to campus of the changes they are making in conjunction with the city of Gainesville to improve pedestrian safety. These include the temporary speed tables, which they plan on replacing with raised crosswalks on University Avenue and the adjusted speed limit and signal timings. The city of Gainesville has also converted 14th Street and 15th Street into one-way roads. FDOT also plans on adding more signals on University Avenue. In a speed study earlier this year, they found that the average on university went from 28.7 miles per hour to 22.5 miles per hour, a decrease of 21% after the speed tables were added. FDOT spokesperson Troy Roberts stated that we've been told by a lot of people that the speed tables may be more of a bumpy ride. It may slow down their commute, but they're happy. They're there because they feel safer with them out there. FDOT plans on visiting other college campuses, including Santa Fe, UNF, and Flagler. On September 1st, Alligator News Assistant Troy Myers reported that the Alachua County Commissioners passed an unanimous vote on August 24th to have everyone who receives two vaccinations, including booster shots, and regardless of the manufacturer, receive $50. Alachua County has one of the highest vaccination rates in the state. As of this week, 66% of the county aged 12 and older is fully vaccinated. Any resident of Alachua County, even students without a permanent county address, are eligible for payments, County Spokesman Mark Sexton said. Anyone who gets vaccinated in the county starting September 1st will receive one $25 Visa gift card for each of the two shots. Those already vaccinated in the county are not eligible for payments. County employees can receive $250 per shot, and employees who are already fully vaccinated are eligible for the full $500. They can also receive a $10 reduction in their insurance premium for every family member vaccinated each month. On September 1st, Alligator Metro assignment reporter Faith Buckley reported that the Florida Department of Education is withholding school board member salaries this month. This is despite Florida Circuit Judge John Cooper ruling that the mask mandate is constitutional. Alachua County Public Schools will be losing $13,429 a month, the equivalent of the four board member salaries who approved the mandate. The Alachua County Commission and U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona offered to help cover the losses. Florida Commissioner of Education Richard Corcoran 
said this was the initial step, so it is unclear whether more funds will be withheld from ACPS in the coming months since they do not plan to withdraw the mask mandate. ACPS plans to file a lawsuit against the state. On August 30th, Giselle Lee reported that the Pride Community Center of North Central Florida has canceled the Pride Parade for the second year in a row due to COVID-19 safety concerns. Eden Goodman, a 20-year-old UF Business Information Systems Junior, attended the 2019 Pride Festival as a freshman who had never been to any other Pride event before. Goodman talked about the sense of community they felt because they attended the festival. My heart goes out to the students that are not able to experience that and are yearning for that sort of thing, they said. I wish it were different. The organization has held a Pride Festival and Parade during Pride History Month every October since 1992, under the leadership of its co-founder, Terry Fleming. Mayor Lauren Poe designated April 28th as Terry Fleming Day after the activists passed on the same day in 2020. Pride Community Center of North Central Florida's president, Tamara Perry Lunardo, said one of the organization's main goals is to pr promote the well-being of the LGBTQIA community in Gainesville. She said hosting the parade and festival would not be doing so. The Pride Community Center of North Central Florida is planning safe alternatives to celebrate October's LGBTQ plus Pride History Month, including publishing the Pride Guide, which highlights business that are LGBTQ owned or allied in planning a screening of a documentary at the Matheson History Museum. On August 30th, Alligator Football reporter Michael Hall reported that the return of UF football is upon us. With Dan Mullen and the redshirt junior quarterback, Emory Jones, the Florida Gators prepare to defend their home turf against the Florida Atlantic Owls Saturday. Defensive coordinator Todd Grantham seems to have been studying for this game for a while, as he rattled off a thorough scouting report of the Owls' offense and media availability Monday. Florida is already familiar with FAU starting quarterback, and the Owls' head coach Willie Taggart gave the nod to Miami transfer Inquisi Perry. Florida previously scouted Perry ahead of its Week 0 matchup versus the Hurricanes in 2019, as Perry participated in a heated quarterback competition with eventual starter Jaron Williams and Tate Martell. Perry transferred to FAU this offseason after playing in only five games and primarily serving as the Hurricanes' backup in 2020. He finished his Miami career with a 52.4% completion percentage, 24 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions in 24 career games. Perry beat out FAU incumbent Nick Trant, Penn State transfer Michael Johnson Jr., and sophomore Willie Tiger Jr., Junior linebacker Mohamed Debadi echoed a similar sentiment, saying he spent most of his time studying FAU's different formations. Diabetti also said that there is also a lot more certainty around the program in college football entering 2021 after a tumultuous 2020 preseason due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The quarterback said he's most excited for the return of fans to the Swamp after a limited crowd in 2020. I'm just waiting to see the atmosphere, have the swan light back up and the amount of fans that go crazy, Jones said. Jones finally gets his chance to shine under the lights of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Saturday. If you want to know more about the articles, check out the Alligators website at www.alligator.org. Well, that's all for today. Be sure to follow us on your favorite listening and viewing platform, as well as checking out new episodes Mondays and Fridays. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and enjoy the rest of your day.